0: Happy New Year's Eve, baby. Back to back winning days. Let's go. Let's go. Let's just get in on a little college football playoff part one. Let's briefly discuss little Buckeyes, Clemson, round dose, little Bama, 19 and a half against Notre Dame, Ian Book, closing the book on a gorgeous career of the Fighting Irish. Three games today, it's Tulsa, Mississippi State. That's plus one and a half, terrifies me. I'd imagine maybe the SEC pulls it out today, but I'm not touching it. What I do like of any of them is Ball State plus nine and a half. I don't really understand that. I think it's way too many points. It's dropped to eight and a half, I've seen. I gotta be honest. A lot of pressure on San Jose State here, who hasn't been, I believe, since the 70s. On a perfect season run. It's been a gorgeous run for them, but I got to be honest. Ball State has busted so many underdog spreads this year. I've seen them do it. I would take the nine and a half today. Just take the nine and a half, close your eyes, maybe buy half a point to plus 10. Watch Ball State mess around. And if you want to put a little appetizer on it, money line and beat San Jose State. But This pod dedicated to the college football playoff. We have ourselves a New Year's Day weekend, baby. I cannot wait for Trevor Lawrence versus Fields. I mean, come on. This is a preview of two NFL quarterbacks. Let's go. Let's go. Number two versus number three. I'm way more interested in Buckeyes plus seven and a half and talking that spread than the 19 and a half. We know Bama's going to beat Notre Dame going to happen just this just this I'm sorry I'm more interested in the under on that potentially but I don't want to really dance on it I'm just going to focus and dial in and let's just discuss really what's going to happen because I think my prediction is Clemson hoists the trophy and Trevor goes out with Dabo on a Shabbat Shalom cheers and they do it again Trevor Lawrence beats Bama on his way out Little Deshaun Watson with it, baby. And caps off one of the best college football careers ever. Third time in a seven-year history that these two have danced. And the second time, of course, in as many years. Ohio State's sixth appearance in the Sugar Bowl. Sixth appearance. Three and two. Last time they played, they upset Bama 42-35. We remember that game like it was yesterday. They went on to beat Oregon and win the title. Clemson's been in this game twice. 2018 being the last game, they've never won it. Let's just scratch all of that. Let's just dial in on the fact that it's COVID 2020. This game will be fresh off of New Year's. Anything is possible. What do we know? We know that Fields is coming off one of the worst games of his career. 12-27 of for 114 yards, no tugs, two picks in the Big Ten Championship game. That was against Northwestern. You're now going against Clemson's defense that's fifth in the country at 2.79 yards per attempt and eighth nationally at 99.8 yards per game. That's on the ground. Fields is a big part of that Ohio State rushing offense. Let's not get it twisted. What I'm particularly looking at is Ohio State is abysmal in the red zone this season. If I told you right now that the Buckeyes rank 101st nationally in red zone conversion rate and 67th nationally in red zone touchdown conversions and Clemson's 30th in opponent red zone conversion and opponent red zone touchdown rates, oh, Maybe that's your little proof in the pudding right there. If Clemson gets Ohio State to kick field goals in this game, then it could be a long day at the office. If Ohio State cannot get in the end zone when they get in the red zone and fields cannot break through and bust through, let's get on your old school Zeke and Dobbins, somebody, please. Do I dare say Carlos Hyde throwback? Somebody bust somebody and run them over. With a Tigers and Trevor Lawrence-led passing attack, averaging 343.8 yards per game. Best in the ACC, seventh nationally. Going against a defense that I watched Northwestern move the football on. Now, I don't want to have buyer's remorse If Ohio State gets out to an early lead again and the 7.5 just looks like a gorgeous number. I mean, you could get in a quarter. We've seen Clemson have some pretty rough starts. Here's an interesting note generally I got via Vegas Insider. Betting notes for these playoffs as a whole. The team with the best regular season against the spread record has been runner-up in the college football playoff. Each of the last four years, and five of the last six overall, the only exception was Alabama. In the history of the college football playoff, every national champion has had at least five against the spread losses on the season. That, to me, pokes out like a Clemson who has had the spread covered on them. Boston College with it, baby. There's a world where Clemson is your national champion this year. If we're putting the ball, the theme of this past podcast week has been put the ball in the quarterback that you know one game on the hill needs to win. That's Trevor Lawrence. And I'm going to go Buckeyes plus seven and a half. But I'm absolutely taking Clemson money line. And I am absolutely parlaying it. I mean, Clemson, Alabama money line, if we could all do it, we would. It's just you have to go over two times your money to get 100 back. It's not appetizing. The value seems to be at seven and a half. Where the other actual value could be is is on a two team teaser. If you're convinced Clemson's winning this game, and I'm convinced Clemson's winning this game, you tease them down in a two team six and a half point, you get them down to one, one and a half, hopefully one if the spread moves. And you get yourself Bama under two touchdowns. Bama gets out early. They're one of the best first quarter teams in the country. And you hope Ian Book, just like Ohio State may do in the red zone, gets himself some field goals and not some touchdowns. Notre Dame's top 40 points six times this season. They're 10-1. It's a lot to be very, very impressed with with Brian Kelly's squad. Book enters this game. With a ratio of 15 tugs to two interceptions. He scored four more touchdowns in a single game twice this season. The guy's had another good campaign. He's got 30-4 and as a starter on record. Only Trevor Lawrence does he trail in career wins with active quarterbacks. And only Brady Quinn has more passing yards in Notre Dame. The guy's had a gorgeous career there. We got back-to-back top 20 defenses for the Irish. But Bama's top 50 points in their last three games. It's terrifying. The Tides winning games on an average by more than 30 points. They're also leading the nation, converting almost 60% of their third downs. Now, Notre Dame defensively is sixth nationally, allowing only 29% of third downs to be converted. However, goodness gracious, Alabama's the nation's second highest scoring team, averaging an impressive 1.62 points per minute of possession. What? What? Harris, Jones, and Smith on this offense. I got to tease it down. And I got to tease down Clemson. And I got to take the other official pick. And it's Buckeyes with the points. So it's a two-team tease. Clemson down to minus one. Hopefully minus .5 if you can do it. Depending on where the spread settles. You can do a two-team seven points. Just going to get you over that minus 130 on the juice. Sometimes, depending on the book, you can even get it all the way up to minus 140. Not ideal. And you tease down 19 and a half, but you get it to 12 and a half 12 and a half or 13. And come on, man. It's Sabin versus Sweeney. Do it again. Say Sabin versus Sweeney. We all want it and we're getting it to kick off 2021. We all enjoy a wonderful New Year's. Everybody stay safe. It's been a heck of a season. We end the campaign on a couple of back-to-back winning days, but my gosh, are we on a lifelong chase to get our money back from Vegas, seeking gambling advice along the way. Um, Alex Monaco. It's been a beautiful 2020. We started off one heck of a podcast. Some exciting announcements coming soon for the podcast. We look forward to a lucrative, very exciting, all kinds of sports gambling action across the board. 2021 and Buzz Lightyear beyond. Until then, hug your mothers one last time in 2020. I'm out. Let's go. Happy New Year's.